The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm Trevor Van Vieren. And in today's episode, we'll just be discussing the outline of our cell meeting, which took place last night. We have our cell meetings on a Wednesday evening. And uh, the people that come to the cell, man, they are hungry for the word, you know. So we tell them, listen, cell starts at 6, okay? We try and finish it at 9, 9.30. But like I said, we, we we try not to have an official shut-off time. We understand people got to go to work the next day and all that type of thing, and they got to they got to leave from this place. We understand that, but we want to rather yield ourselves to the Spirit of God. And um, so we don't really want to have a, a fixed time because that just, you know, you, and we'll get into that now, why we don't want to do that. But in any case, the people... <laughs> Oh, man, they're so hungry, they show up here half past five, 20 to six already. <laughs> they, just, they just want, and they walk in with their Bibles. They know, they know to come with their Bibles, you know, so that's uh, very important. And they're hungry, man. They're hungry for the Word. And sometimes some of you partners are in other cities. Some of you partners, are, especially um, Denver, he's out in Iraq, you know, and... Um, I, I I don't want you guys to miss out on that. So I'm trying to figure out a way how we can do sort of like a live stream, maybe from Telegram. Uh, I'd like to uh, do a test one evening and just see how the Telegram channel works when we're doing sell. Because I really want you guys to be a part of this because there's just something that happens. There's an anointing. There's this unity and it's you can't just make this stuff up. It's just absolutely amazing. So let's just jump into a word of prayer, and then we'll just jump right into it, and we'll talk about what happened. So, uh, oh, Daddy dear, it is so awesome to know that I can pray to someone who's always got a big smile on his face, someone who's always eager to hear my prayers, someone who's always eager and quick to answer them, and so excited, in fact, you encourage us to pray. And it's some really strong encouragement, and we get that encouragement from reading in the Scriptures, it's various places where we see your eagerness to answer prayer. And man, you just cut straight to the point. You know, you don't like to diddle daddle. And that's what I love about praying. I know that when I pray and I ask you, I know I receive. And you always make things easy, and it's always us that make things difficult. So, Lord, I pray for our listeners today, and I pray that this message in particular, you get it to all the people that needs to hear it. And um, you know how to do that. And you just love the people, man. 
You just really, really love the people. And there's things you want them to know. And you want them to grow strong. And um, you know how to do that. So I pray that you help the people to open up their ears and so that they can hear. And open up their eyes so that they can see. And help them understand. Because it just makes such a huge difference when someone understands something versus knowledge you know and um, I know you're just thrilled about answering this prayer and I know this prayer is answered based on your word and I thank you for that I thank you for being so faithful in doing that and I thank you for being so keen to do that you are such a good father and an outstanding father and I give you the praise for it Lord in Jesus name amen okay so, I started off last night, I was just telling the partners that just came here last night, and they, man, like I said, they were eager, they showed up here, half was five already, I was, I was like, oh, we better put the coffee on, because <laughs> it was cold, and they were eager, and they just put a big smile on my face, so, uh, can you just imagine the smile on our father's face, when people are that eager, and people are that hungry for him? You know, I love it. It just, it blesses me. And anyway, I was just telling them about how important it is to hear from God and ask Him uh, for a message and ask Him, what is it that you want to say to the people? What is it that you want to get across to the people? And a lot of people, they don't want to do that. A lot of ministers, they don't want to do that because, you know, you're going to have to spend quality time doing nothing. You're going to have to spend quality time being patient and exercising some long-suffering and basically waiting until you know like you know like you know what the answer is and that's so important because it's not about you it's about the people who come here you know and you want them to get a message from heaven you don't want them to get a message from your head so there's a lot of pastors that like to say you know I prayed about a message and um, there's some people that genuinely do that and they really genuinely do get a message from God and I'm hoping it's a lot but um to be honest with you, if I look at the position of the church, that's not really happening. Especially um, you hear among certain ministers and how they talk and what they believe and so forth. It's, it's not really happening. So it's a sad thing. And that's why, uh, you know, years ago, uh, when I was still wet behind the ears, I Read, I came across that scripture where Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes back into the earth, will he find faith? And I was like, yeah, of course you will. You know, I'm just looking at um, these big ministries, these influential ministries and believers all over the show. And I'm, you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just wet beyond the ears. I'm believing the best here. And as soon as I started stepping out into my calling, and I, I like I, I've told, I've said this so many times before, when I was in the world, um, I, I was always invited to parties, and I was here, and I was there, and you think you meet a lot of people, until I got saved, 
man, God can hook you up, you know, and I just met so many more people. So if you're out in the world and you're really thinking, you know, you it, and you really Mr. or Mrs. Popular, mm, you know nothing until you come into the kingdom and you hang out with the greater one. He can hook you up, man. He's he's Mr. Popular. Um, I've just met so many people from different walks of life. And the sad thing is there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them that call themselves Christians. And if they die, they would go to heaven. Yes, without a doubt. But they're not living for him. And so if you can get under a ministry that takes God serious and you can get under a ministry that really, uh, where the ministers really love the people, you better stay there because I'm, I'm not... I'm not trying to con you or anything like that. I'm just telling you from experience what I've seen firsthand. Just stay there. Because to go and find another ministry where people actually do that, uh, it's fine few in between. And um, so that's what I did yesterday. I just sat down and um, just wanted to hear from God, you know. What do you want to talk about? What is it? And I was just pressing in and pressing in and pressing in and pressing in. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm looking at the clock. I've got stuff to do. And, and you know, the time's drawing near towards uh, the cell meeting in the evening. And I still don't have my message. And uh, I, I was like, Lord, are we going to talk about the blessing? And I just knew, like I knew, like I knew, uh-uh. We're not going to talk about the blessing. So I just said, okay, well, then we're not going to talk about the blessing. Like, that's it. And I got caught up on some things. And um, man, then my answer came. And my answer came to me in such a big way. I just knew, like I knew, like I knew, like I knew. This is it. And I also understood why. And it's just a, it's just a, it's it's a big answer. So... That's why our cell meetings are generally a few hours, and people don't want to leave. I've heard them. I've heard people say, "No, I don't want to go." They don't get agitated. They don't get fidgety. They don't look at the time and say, "Hey, I must go now." It's there's it, none of that, you know, because you're in the presence of God. You're not even bothered about those things. And uh, I've had people say, I've heard last night, they say, man, I wish salt was twice a week. <laughs> well, now, hold on. <laughs> Don't put that kind of pressure on me right now. <laughs> you know, I've got to listen and get the, the answers from God all the time. Make sure we get the right messages. So this answer is kind of big. So it's not just kind of one thing. And I'll tell you how I got to it and how God uh, brought me up to it. And it's something that I've known before, and it's it's something that I've already had knowledge on, but it's just different because you're growing into it a lot more, and it just makes a huge difference when you gain understanding on the topic. You might have had knowledge before, and you've applied that knowledge, and you're getting some sort of results, and it's really cool, and it's the right thing to do, and so forth. But it's just different when God just helps you to understand it more and you got more spiritual insight you know there's a difference between natural understanding and spiritual understanding and your 
the, your spirit, you need spiritual understanding when it comes to the word and the concepts of the kingdom of God. You can't apply natural understanding to it. And that understanding comes by the Holy Ghost. He unfolds it before you and you just grow and it just makes you stronger. And uh, that's what happened to me. So I started off, it started off with me talking to Megan about this ministry and the type of ministry that God has given us and trying to understand where this thing's going and which direction I'm supposed to go and the stuff that we're supposed to be doing besides the newspaper. Where does it go from the newspaper? And I was like leaning towards church and, and God is saying yes, but also not. And I'm like, I don't understand this. And so I just backpedal and I've been praying about it and been talking to him about it. And all of a sudden, something that I've heard about so many times, I just didn't really bother about it very much. But it's about revival. And he kind of brought that up and I was like, okay. And I started doing some research on revival because now this thing's starting to grow up on the inside of me. And this, now to me, this, as I'm hearing from the Spirit, this is making more sense, you understand? And so it makes more sense than a conventional church service and a conventional uh, church setting and how they do things on a Sunday type of thing. I just know I'm not supposed to go in that direction. And I've never wanted to go in that direction. It's just not for me, you know. And it's just the way God had raised me up and just the stuff that I've seen in the Spirit and this excitement that He put on the inside of me to do the work of an evangelist and that type of thing. And He got me thinking about my earlier days, especially when I just got born again. And the stuff that happened in my early days of ministry were nothing short of a miracle. And that's what I explained to the people last night as they sat here. And I said to them, when I look back now at those early days, because I didn't have an understanding, like I said, I was still wet behind the ears. I was just doing things, you know. But the things that were taking place... I believe now, when I look back, God was trying to spearhead a revival in the city of Port Elizabeth, and he, he wanted me to head this thing up. And and I'll, I'll get to that now, some of the things that happened and, and the things that were taking place were just natural. You know, you hear a lot of people saying, well, uh, I've led this brother to the Lord, or or this lady says, you know, I've I've led my aunt to the Lord, and usually, in most cases, especially um, in the circles that I've been, and and you know, just putting my ears to the ground, as my neighbor always says, Trevor Trevor got his ears to the ground, you know, he hears things. <laughs> um, some some people might lead one person to Jesus throughout their whole. Christian life on this earth some Christians don't even get that far so that's kind of the norm it's not normal to hear you come across this brother in the Lord and and they led about 15 people to Jesus already and you come across another sister in the Lord and she says oh she she led five or six people to the, that's unheard of you don't that that's that doesn't happen that's not normal 
Um, in most cases, the majority of Christians are basically just living for themselves. If they've won one person to the Lord, that's a lot. You understand? So what was happening to me was obviously the opposite. And I'll get into um, illustrations of that. Now, what is a revival? A revival is simply this. It's a manifestation of God to renew people back to faith, to renew people back to the reality of God, a manifestation of signs and wonders. And in a revival, obviously, the major theme is salvations and uh, Holy Ghost baptisms, and obviously water baptisms, without a doubt. I mean, they don't... Um, don't shy away of that, but I'm talking about things that only God can do. We partake of the water baptisms, and we are the ones that, you know, lay hands on people and put them under and so forth as a sign and an evidence of what happened to them. But I'm talking about things like the Holy Ghost baptisms, where people are speaking in other tongues, salvations, where only God can do these things. And it just, it comes and and it just happens in abundance under that, if I can say, that grace cloud of revival. And then obviously there are other things that take place like healings and there's miracles that are taking place. And then there's a whole lot of other things that happen in revivals. It depends on uh, how these things happen. But uh, I remember back in the days, in the, in the first days, and I look back, uh, for instance, one day I was... Um, Praying. This happened in a all all in like a close short period of time. Uh, these events that took place that took place next to each other, and um, this uh, I'll tell you even this other story. This lady, she was uh, man. She she just had so many weird things like happen to her and so forth. She was involved with a, a lot of weird kind of stuff. And uh, I said to her, okay, you know, after work, she can come over and, and visit. And so she did. And so we're just talking, and the power of God just hits that table. And she just, <laughs> oh, man, right in front of me, she just starts breaking down, crying. And I was like, you, oh, oh this is not happening. <laughs> She's just crying, you know, in front of me. And so I, I just said under my breath, I said, Lord, you've got to help me right now. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. <laughs> and he just stepped in and I told her about salvation. I told her, you need to get born again, you know. And she said, okay. And she said, how do I do that? And, and that's what I'm talking about. The salvations are so simple and so easy versus someone who goes out now and I want to tell you about Jesus. Uh, I don't want to hear about your Jehovah Witness story, you know, that type of thing. There's a lot of resistance out there. But under the, the power of God, under that spirit of revival, man, it just it happens so easy. And so I led it to Jesus, and then I said, you know, we, we're going to fill you up now with the Holy Ghost. You're going to talk in tongues. And so laid hands on her, and she spoke in tongues, man. And she's been on fire for God. And just, you know, everything is Jesus after that. Well, sometime after that, there was a fella, well, two fellas that came over to my place, and we just got into prayer, just the three of us. 
<laughs> and while we're praying, the Spirit of God says to me, this other fellow, his name's Corey, says, uh, Corey can't speak in tongues. So I was like, okay. And we carry on uh, praying. And, uh, I, you know, you've got to learn how to follow the Spirit. Don't follow. Don't start making up your own stuff. Just listen to the Spirit. He's got this thing under control. You're not going to miss an opportunity. You don't have to worry about that. And um, we just carry on praying. And uh, I looked up at this fellow and I said, Corey, can you speak in tongues? And he said, no. I said, okay. So let's just carry on praying. So we prayed. And then the Spirit of God gave me very specific instructions. He said, you walk up to this guy. Now, I'm busy downloading, you understand. I'm busy hearing what the Spirit of God is saying. And he says to me, you walk up to this guy. And you point your finger at him and you command him to speak in tongues. And I thought, oh, my word, you cannot, you cannot be serious. You know, this is a, a friend of mine. And we just we never got that far where I asked him, can you speak in tongues? We, I don't know why. I just didn't do that. And um, now I've got, to, I've got to be so stern with my friend. And this is uncomfortable. <laughs> but in any case, I looked up at him and I said, Corey. Uh, said the Spirit of God wants to baptize you. Now, now here's how we go. And I did not, I was wet beyond the ears, you understand? So I didn't understand how important it was to follow the leading of the Spirit at that point in time. Like I said, I didn't have in, instructors to teach me this type of thing and say, you know, follow him directly. If he tells you to do something, just do it. So, um, I just I looked up at him and I said, um, now here's what we usually do, you know, and I'm trying to get him into this. And before I could do that, the Holy Spirit, man, I heard him talk up on the inside of me. And he was very stern and he said, stop trying to explain it to him and do what I told you to do. Point your finger at him and command him to speak in tongues. Well, he took me by surprise. And my eyes just went big and I stuck my hand out to him and I pointed my finger at him and I said, I command you to speak in other tongues. And his head just jolted back and he just went off in tongues. And I was like, wow. And, you know, I'm just staring at my finger now. <laughs> I was very tempted to blow on it like you're blowing the, the barrel, uh, the top of the barrel, you know. And I was just so blessed by that, man. And then there was this other time the, the Lord gave me a dream and uh, told me, showed me in this dream, uh, Andrew and myself, we were just minding our own business. We were in this warehouse. And all of a sudden, this fellow walks in with this redhead. And he got her and he's got this long rifle strapped to him, you know. And he's got about 15 other guys which were obviously under his authority and they just came up and stood right in front of me and he looked at me and I was telling the the people here last night about this dream I said now you remember last week in our previous cell meeting I told you about how Adam was in a position before the fall he was in a position where he could see both into the spirit and the natural both at the same time and after the fall he fell from revelation to information. I said, now, because of Jesus, us being born again, we've been taken 
back into that garden. We're back into that position. By the Spirit, we can see both into the supernatural and the natural, both at the same time, as the Spirit wills. I'm not talking about um, 24 hours a day. I'm talking about now as the Spirit wills. And this is one of those uh, situations where he showed me in a dream. Well, this fella stood in front of me. He was very arrogant, you know, and so full of pride, man. And he just looked at me and said, I'm going to kill this woman. And the first thing I thought to myself is, why are you telling me that? I don't even know this woman. Like, I'm supposed to, like, like as if it's something to me, you know. <laughs> and, then he, and then he looked at me and he said, then I'm going to kill your brother. And I said, whoa, now you got my attention. And he said, then I'm going to kill you. Well, I just got sassy in the dream. And I grabbed that woman by the arm and I said, no, you are not. I grabbed her and I said, come loose in the name of Jesus. And I pulled her toward me. And just as I'd done that, this guy just just exploded. It disappeared. Right in front of everyone, his rifle fell to the ground. Well, they all looked at each other and they looked at me all bug-eyed and they were afraid. And then I, I shouted at him. I said, we're going to leave now. And if any one of you try the same trick, it's going to happen to you. Well, we turned to my right. There was a little doorway there going into a passageway. And then we turned left and came up to these swinging doors. You know, these old wooden swinging doors with the frosted glass at the top off of it. And I could see the light just shining through that glass. And I just walked up to that doors and I put a hand on each door and I just pushed them open. And I took this woman outside and Andrew followed me, of course. And I woke up. And I thought to myself, what? Well, what was that dream about? You know, some someone might say, you know, uh, you got to be careful what you eat before you go to sleep. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the word says that, you know, in the last days, um, God will pour out his spirit on all flesh. And some will have dreams and some will have visions. Well, at this point, I'm having dreams. And uh, you got to understand, uh always like to spend my time every day praying in the Spirit. That's something you do not want to miss. Don't miss an opportunity of praying in the Spirit every day. Just don't miss that opportunity. Well, of course, I'm praying in the Spirit every day. And uh, one day, it was a Saturday in particular, I remember, and the South African rugby team, we were playing against some other, I think it was Australia or something. This was years ago. And South Africa won. And I had a friend, Grant, he came over to visit me. And I was seeing Grant off. We went outside and we were still talking and we were just kind of chatting and so forth. And uh, the next second, we're alone in the road, you know. And the next second, uh, I looked to my left And here comes this little short lady with red hair. She comes walking down the street. She's alone. I think nothing of it. Didn't even think about the dream. Now, understand this now. We saw the spiritual side of it, what was really happening behind the scenes. And now you're going to see the physical side of it. 
So this lady walks up to us and, you know, she is hammered, man. She drunk. Wow. And you could just smell the booze coming out of her mouth and she's like, you know, talking to us. And man, I really, I I just didn't want to deal with this. And I said, uh, you know, silver and gold, have I none? Because <laughs> I knew, she she just came out of a bar from a hotel. It was just up the road. So I knew she came looking for more money so she could go back. And I was telling uh, everyone that was here last night, I said, still to this day, I don't know how the conversation went from her uh, stone drunk and asking for money and us turning this conversation over to Jesus. Now, guys, unfortunately, we just ran out of time and you're going to have to stay tuned uh, to hear the rest of the story. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, faith comes by hearing, so keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.